So I don't remember the first time I actually met Elvis Duran. It could have been when I was coaching the Christopher Reeve slash Dana Reeve celebrity hockey game at Madison Square Garden. It could have been when we did a promotion together many years ago for the Brooklyn Cyclones. Either way, it was the early 2000s. Now, Elvis has been a morning star here in New York now, I believe, for 27 years. I think the Z100 Morning Show started back in April of 1996. So either way, he was four, five, six, seven years in and already a major star. I haven't seen Elvis in many, many years. And about three weeks ago, my wife and I and our friend Jessica went to Il Cortile, my buddy Tommy's Italian restaurant on Mulberry Street in Little Italy, and sitting right next to us, Elvis Duran and his beautiful husband, Alex. We had a great conversation as if we had seen each other every day for the last 25 years. And here he is, honored to have him on Sid and Friends in the morning, the king of New York radio, the real Elvis, Elvis Duran. Good morning, Elvis. How am I supposed to say anything after that glowing introduction? That's crazy. (laughs) It's all true. But I don't remember if it was in Brooklyn or Manhattan or the first time we met. But I remember this. You were a lot heavier, about 140 pounds heavier. This was before you had that major surgery. Now you're oh, yeah. all slim and gorgeous. What was that like for you, by the way, having that surgery and losing all that weight? It was the best idea ever. I could finally see my private parts after all those years. <laughs> and you know what? Uh, my doctor, surprisingly, didn't come to me and say, Elvis, you just need to do some push-ups and stop eating. He said, you need to get this surgery. And I said, well, isn't having bariatric surgery sort of the, the quick fix? He said, not at all. You know, he said, if you have cancer, you have it removed. And this thing is going to kill you just like cancer would. So best decision ever. And, uh, but, you know, years later, as they predicted, the weight starts to creep back. The stomach starts to expand a little bit. So now the struggle, the struggle begins again, Sid. Well, it didn't seem to me that night at Il Cortillo like you were worried at all about uh, putting on any weight. In fact, you ate like Jesus at his last dinner. <laughs> I know. Yes, Jesus loves loves Italian food. It was great. And I loved seeing you and your wife there that night. And I was reminded of that time we were on the baseball field together. I do believe it was Brooklyn. It was for Christopher Reeves. Yeah, absolutely. That was a great day. It was a great day. And, uh, you know, listen, I, I followed your career. I lived in Boca Raton for 16 years. So, obviously, one of the hot spots for your morning show is, uh, besides Z100 in New York, is Y100 down in Miami. So, lots of mornings I'd be missing home. I'd put on Elvis Duran, and i get that New York feel again. I do have to ask you this, though. This is the $64,000 question. Everybody knows you as Elvis Duran. That's not really your name. You were born in Texas, Barry Cope. How the hell did Barry Cope become Elvis Duran? Well, uh, I was given that name more than three quarters of my life ago by a program director who said, this is who you will be if you want the job. So I, I took it. It was and, that uh, simple? I was, I, I've been cursed with it ever since. Absolutely. It's simple. <laughs> your parents yeah, didn't get true. mad? Your mom and dad didn't no. get mad? No, I, I moved out of their house. I did, they didn't have to pay my bills anymore. Are you <laughs> mad? No. But you know what? It's 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 my name. That's my name. You know, and that's it's on my it's my legal thing. You know, I'm I'm there. So Elvis Duran, it is Elvis Duran, it is. And I have to tell you that one of the um, one of the memories that Danielle and I talk about almost every year around Christmas is when Danielle was pregnant with my only daughter Ava, who's now 19 years old. Danielle wanted to go see Jingle Ball. 
And I had met you not long before that. I'd met John Bell. I knew about Danielle. Didn't really know her. You're Danielle, not mine. And uh, so I made a call to John Bell, and I said, listen, I just met Elvis. He and I are best friends at this point. We're dying to go see Jingle Ball. What are the odds I can get two tickets? And I will tell you that Danielle called me not long after that, and you guys dropped off two Jingle Ball tickets in Astoria, Queens, at the studios of WFAN. And yes... Danielle and I went to see it. In fact, Beyonce was on stage. It was a very, very big deal. Maybe one of the very first ones, I'm not sure, 19 years ago. And that was a great memory. Now, we had to leave because the music was so damn loud, but my wife's pregnant stomach was actually running like the bass inside the theater. But my God, was that a great time. You know what? The Jingle Ball sells out in just mere moments. Every single year. It has every single year. And, of course, now we're learning that... Maybe the tickets aren't as a plenty as we originally thought yeah. because of the, the world and business we work in. But that is a huge show. It's so difficult to get in. I have friends asking for tickets all the time, and I can't get them in. You know, it, it's, it's weird. It's like, Sid, you see someone wearing your T-shirt with your name on it, but you can't have one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. But, yeah, those, those are the yearly thing here in New York. And I tell you, I know it, Unlike your show, which is a New York powerhouse of a show, we're on everywhere else. So we can't be as New York as we want to be. But, you know, we claim Jingle Ball at Madison Square Garden every year as the biggest Christmas event of the year in New York. And that's that we feel like true New Yorkers every year because of Jingle Ball. I love it. Oh, it's a big deal. You guys do a great job. But Elvis, there are so many, though, you know, the, the Z type morning shows have been going on for a long time, a long time across the across the country. Why do you think, besides the fact that you are a tremendous, tremendous talent and a super guy, everybody loves Elvis Duran, everybody, why do you think you guys figured it out? What did you do 27 years ago and since that your quote-unquote morning zoo show has become the industry standard for everyone? I can't speak for anyone but us, but I will tell you what, I know we're doing right. Uh, The only thing I take credit for is surrounding myself with the best people, good friends, they they do the heavy lifting because they are the, the, the ones who know how to technically make it happen. They're the ones that have different points of view because, the, like, Danielle is a parent. My friend Gandhi works with me, is, is younger and, and comes from an Indian family. You, know, you have all these different, different perspectives on the show that make it interesting. If it was just me, it wouldn't be interesting. It's like, as a matter of fact, I wish I had people on this interview with me to make – this more interesting. <laughs> but, you know, it is, that's, it's, but other than that, I don't take any credit for it. it it's, it's all them. It truly is. Well, that's nice. I, you know, I do the same thing when they talk. I've got, I've got a bunch of guys on this show, Justin Ellick, Lou Rafino, Noam Layden, and I do the same bullshit you just did when they asked me. I go, yeah, without them, I couldn't be great, but it's all nonsense, of course. I've been great before them. I'll be great after them, and so will you, but it's very nice <laughs> the way you did that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, you're very, I know, you're very, very nice. I do want to ask you about uh, another part of your life, which uh, people do know, and that is that uh, you are gay. I've met your husband. He's a gorgeous guy, by the way, and a very, very sweet guy. And uh, we are in Gay Pride Month. Is that a big deal for you, Elvis Duran, or not really? Uh, you know what? It's yeah, no, it's 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 good. You know, I, I think Gay Pride Month is an interesting month where you know the city gets a little more colorful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, more, rain, more rainbows than usual. But yeah, yeah, you know what? You know, I I go back. You know, I'm, I'm 58 years old, and when I was a kid growing up in Texas in the in the Bible Belt, you know, being a gay kid 
was a very, very different thing back then than it is now for most kids. Um, I'm not saying that there are kids out there that have it, that, that don't have it easy, but um, I was very lucky. I was surrounded by people in that very conservative uh, lifestyle and life that supported me and were cool, you know? And so gay pride to me, it, it means something different to everyone. To some people it's like, who cares? And to others like me, I understand the significance. I understand all of my friends who are in their 80s and some already dead because they're so old, who kind of paved the way for us to try to just live our lives as a part of society and not be outcasts. And so, yeah, it is a, a moment to reflect. But also, you know, it's the hottest month of the year and we're on vacations. And so it's, it's a busy time. But when I do see the rainbow flags flying outside a restaurant, I'm like, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Happy gay pride. Yeah. Then we move on. All right. Elvis Duran, the king of morning radio, the Z Morning Zoo, of course, at uh, Z100. So, Elvis, over the years, you've interviewed just about every major musical star, celebrities, um, from Taylor Swift the last couple of years to Bruno Mars. These are the big names these days. Who was the first act that walked into your studios at Z100 and you were like, holy <laughs> that's dot, dot, dot. You know what? So considering the timing when I was here, it must have been Bon Jovi, you know. Um, bon Jovi, of course, huge, you know, at the Jersey Shore and here in the Northeast. And uh, when I finally got to New York and I said, okay, what's my first interview? They said Bon Jovi. I'm like, oh, God, oh God here we go. <laughs> yeah. This must be New York. This must be Z100. Because they had already become very, very big back then. But I will tell you, some of my favorite artists I've interviewed are the ones that walked in those same hallways you're in right now. And I'm talking Paul McCartney and Sting and the ones that have been around, Elton John. Wow. The ones, the, the artists who've been around who don't have to travel with a, an entourage anymore because they know they know who they are. Right. They're cool in their own skin. Those are my favorite interviews because uh, all the artists who are up and coming now can learn so much from them. See, I agree I with you. Them. I'm an older guy. I'm 56. I'm a classic rock guy, to be honest. You and I are both dear friends with a colleague of yours at Clear Channel, Jim Kerr. And uh, oh, yeah. those are my guys, Elton, Billy Joel, Bruce Springsteen. You know, I don't really care much, I got to be honest, for the modern day acts. And you know, there are a couple of songs I like. And to be honest, Elvis, I couldn't even tell you who sings them. But you can't do that. You have to be up on this stump and act almost like you care. And I got to, I got to, you do care. I, did, I do care. I do, I do <laughs> yeah. appreciate some of the artists that are coming up these days. I truly do. Well, and, give me, uh, give me, give me, give me, give me two or three artists that are coming up these days, Elvis, that 10 years from now, we still may be talking about them. Well, okay. I'll give you one who's somewhat already come up. That's Taylor Swift. She seems to be doing okay. She's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> She's doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I could go on and on and on. I mean, uh, then you you have you know, the EDM. You have the, the dance artists like the Chainsmokers. You have. I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm speaking a different language. I don't think you know who any of these people are. No, I do. Like, I, I actually love the Chainsmokers song they do with Coldplay. I love that song. Oh, absolutely. They did that in one of our concerts once. Yeah, there you go. You see? I know my stuff. <laughs> you do. You do know your stuff, Sid. Well, I'm about to go on the air. We got to go say good morning to the Smoky City. I know. It's crazy. So be careful out there, Elvis. I love you to pieces. This was a great conversation. Continued major success. You're a sweetheart. Enjoy your day today. We'll talk again and each other very, very soon. Thank you. Sid, am I officially one of your friends now? You are officially a friend. In fact, next month in the New York Post, it's monthly. We put up pictures of me and 12 of my friends. The Elvis Duran picture will be in the New York Post. Oh, uh-oh. I'll prepare for that. That's so hot. <laughs>
All right, Sid, you go have a – I know you've had a great show already today. But you're, continue the show and have a wonderful day, okay? Elvis, I love you, buddy. Thank you. Take care. Take care. That is the great Elvis Duran, of course, morning show host, the Z100, Z Morning Zoo, and as talented a guy as he is, he's also a sweetheart. We'll be right back right after these words. 